Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Read Dead Than Dope Sick. So, uh, the last time I was talking about, uh, well, my book, I guess, um, life, um, before I was venting about my husband, (laughs) um, I was talking about, uh, what did I use? Janet, uh, and, yeah, how, uh, going over to her house, she cooked freebase, and we ended up being, um, drug buddies, um, she taught me how to cook, uh, freebase, and she was a very well-to-do, I think I already said that, model, like, uh, beautiful female, uh, white girl, and, um, yeah, she had an amazing condo, and, um, so, yeah, it was, it was kind of fun hanging out with her in the beginning, because she didn't seem very psychotic (laughs) yet, um, uh, she was very nice, but, I mean, we all get a little psycho, you know, when we're getting high for days, I don't know, I've never been somebody who could get high and stay awake for, like, days on end, I think the most I've ever been able to stay up was, like, three days, and I was about ready to croak, um, I usually could do 24 hours, maybe, but I just like being able to sleep too much, and it just doesn't mean that much to me to be high that long, (laughs) so, um, yeah, I liked to to party through the, you know, like, through the night, I guess, but as soon as the sun came up, ugh, I wanted to go to bed, I, I hated that, when the sun rose, it was like, oh gosh, you know, um, I guess it's true, the freaks come out at night, and yeah, like, uh, um, Jesus said, I can't think of the verse, but, um, yeah, the people that like to sin like to be in the darkness, and, um, yeah, I was all about being in the darkness, Uh, I would sleep all day, and then, uh, wake up when it was dark, like a vampire, and then take a shower, get ready to go out, and do the same thing all over again, um, yeah, so, uh, I hung out with her for, off and on for a while, um, but we, she liked to stay at home and just smoke all day and all night, and I just was not, like, I, I, I couldn't do that, I wanted to be around people, I wanted to go out, and, um, yeah, I couldn't just stay inside and smoke freebase, crack, whatever, um, so, um, yeah, it was weird, because sometimes she'd almost, like, try to bribe me into staying with her. I felt bad, because it, I think she was really lonely, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's just boring. So, yeah, so I went, um, I left, and I went to my usual hangout, and, um, I would come back, and sometimes if she'd allow me to sleep, uh, I would sleep, but it got to where she did not even want me to sleep, she wanted me to stay, like, it was crazy, there was a couple times she even, like, got an, another eight ball of coke, 
and I'm ready to go to bed and she's like I got this for you and I'm like I didn't ask you to get me that you know and she'd expect me to stay awake with her and I'm like no I can't I I need to go to bed but um yeah and then one night uh I came back from the club and I uh she was with a guy that she was dating and um shoot I mean I may as well just say his name because he passed away and his mom actually gave me permission to to use his name in the book but uh, I don't know Um, I'll say his name is Parker um maybe some will get that and maybe some won't but he um he was very good looking very charismatic he was an actor and I didn't know who he was I mean like he wasn't like a huge actor he wasn't like to me he wasn't like famous I mean because I because of my job and because of the club I hung out at, like, I met a lot of celebrities, so it wasn't, like, I mean, that were, like, really famous. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but, um, and to me, I mean, I, I never saw him, you know, on a regular basis on on TV or movies, but later on I found out he was in certain, uh, series and different TV and, uh, a couple films too, um, that were pretty well known, but, um, anyways, he, uh, I was so drunk and tired, I actually fell asleep right in the living room (laughs) I think on the ground and Parker picked me up and put me to bed and um, that's my first meeting of him and then I woke up at night and he and Janet were still partying and I took a shower got ready I was going to go out and I don't remember how it happened, but, uh, we just hit it off. We got along really well, and, um, I don't know if we went out that night. We were just friends, but, or maybe, I can't remember. Um, I, oh, I know what it was. I think I did, I don't know if it was the next day, or if I slept for a whole 24 hours or if I woke up or while it was still light outside I don't remember but um well one day I woke up when it was still light outside and I uh I was still getting scripts for Vicodin and Soma so I don't remember how but I um I asked him to take me to a pharmacy that was, you know, that I never been to, um, just a local place, uh, pharmacy. So he took me, he, cause he had a car. So we, uh, he took me to the pharmacy and I was able to get it. And then I gave him some and we're just partying. He was, we were smoking car or free base, whatever. Like, I think I've said this, but, uh, yeah, we, we only smoked what we cooked, (laughs) kind of snobby, I guess, but, um, yeah, I didn't really start smoking crack until way later, when it was really hard to even find good powdered cocaine, but, um, so me and Parker, we, um, we just hit it off. We got along really well. And he was like, um, let's hang out later. And I'm like, well, what about your girlfriend? You know? And he was like, I don't know how serious they were, but he was like, I just like, I don't know. He, 
he didn't want to stay at home either. He wanted to go out. So, um, so we kind of did a sleazy move. I mean, like I left and, you know, I think she was suspicious, but I mean, we didn't do anything. We were just friends, but, um, so he met me in Hollywood and, um, we hung out. We went, we went to a club, whatever. Um, that's not really important, but so we became really good friends and, um, yeah, he and I did a lot, uh, a lot together. Like it was crazy. We would do things like that night we went to some, like a head shop and he bought like a a glass pipe and a bunch of lighters and um he was very animated very just very charismatic like he could attract anybody male or female he would walk into a room and light up the whole room and um and although he was very attractive, it, he was scary. I mean, in the sense that we were both like way too much alike. He was really wild, wild, and so was I. So, whoa, I dropped something. Um, so it wasn't like, uh, yeah, we wouldn't make a good couple, I guess, um, plus he was too cute, you know, I just, I don't know, um, so, we ended up being really good friends, but she was very suspicious, she, it was weird, one time she, she threatened to have something like somebody hurt me or I don't know it was oh I better not talk too much about that she was involved with some people (laughs) um no I don't know I don't have to be careful what I say I guess um because the club I went to was run by, uh, I don't know, Mafia, I mean, I don't know, I don't want, um, anyways, uh, and she knew them, and they knew her, and it, it was crazy, because sometimes I would sell, well, yeah, I would sell coke there, and then, um, I got disciplined, quote-unquote, and they told me, like, that I wasn't allowed to go there for, like, a week because, um, I was getting careless, and, and then when, whatever, she and I got in an argument one time, they told me that, um, that, uh, we had to take a break from each other. It was just, it was so crazy looking back at this, but, um, Anyway, so, uh, he and I went to, one night we went to a strip club, and we went to strip clubs a few times, and, um, okay, it sounds, I don't know, I won't go into detail with this, but we were, like, trying to find a girl so that we could party with, and, uh, and, yeah, we went to this one party, and those, the, the, the guy who lived at the apartment, he was this gay guy, and, um, he actually had, uh, he recognized Parker, and he was like, oh my god, you're so-and-so, and he's like, I have your picture on my bathroom, um, wall, and, um, 
it was it was so awful it was mean um I don't, I don't know maybe I shouldn't say um yeah Parker was like uh he goes would you want to kiss me and the guy was like oh my god are you serious yeah like and I was just looking at him like, oh no, what are you doing? Because I knew him the way, I, I don't know, I knew he was up to something no good. And so Parker's like, I'll kiss you if you shave your goatee. Because the guy had a goatee. And the guy, I felt so bad for him. He was like, really? Oh my gosh. Ah! He was like a... 13 year old girl he ran upstairs he said he had clippers and I'm like what are you doing I mean because yeah I knew he was up to no good and he goes open the open the refrigerator door and I opened and and he was looking at what was in there and he goes oh give me that and he uh, he had me grab some grape jelly and he opened up the jar and just took a little glob and he put it on the top of his lip and then um the guy was running down the stairs with a clean shaven face and Parker goes ow oh and he had a pipe his pipe by his mouth and he was like ow oh ow ow and he goes I just burned myself oh my gosh and um yeah he he was like I don't think I should kiss you oh my mouth and yeah it was messed up because the guy's poor guy his face he he just looks so bummed I was like you're a jerk but um yeah he basically just you know wanted to see if the guy would shave I guess I don't know I just thought that was messed up but and we ended up I'm like oh my gosh you're so mean but we ended up leaving and then we went to uh, another strip club we met a female we brought her home with us and I'll skip that (laughs) Um, but the next day Yeah, um, well, no, I shouldn't talk about that. (laughs) Um, anyways, he and I, we just had a really weird relationship, and I, Oh, man. He was in so much pain, just like I was. I mean, he had to be high 24-7 like I did. So, I think, you know, like spirits attract, and my heart really went out to him, and he never really talked about his pain that much. I mean, he had a kid, and I had a kid, and we didn't really talk a lot about it, but, um, we talked disconnected, just, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, just, we talked about some, mentioned certain things, but never really go deep into it, and, um, I know for myself that the pain I felt being away from my son and just, I can't even describe it except for my heart literally hurt. Like, like I was having a heart attack or something and I have had one, so I know what it feels like, (laughs) but it was just so like, I literally had to disconnect because if I thought about it too much, I I was literally afraid that I would completely break down and just not be able to come back. It was just 
too much, too much. And I think it was the same with him because there was there was one time we had we had done X all night and partied and then somehow I don't remember how we we got separated. I went out with some guy, I was at this guy's house up in Laurel Canyon and and somehow uh, I don't know he had a pager but I, I think I paged him to let him like give him the number where I was at and he called and he he wanted to see me so he drove all the way up I mean we were like I, I don't know uh, a ways I don't know if it was Hollywood Hills Laurel Canyon I don't know somewhere up in the hills and he just drove up and and I went to meet him and he was bawling just crying like sobbing could not even talk and I was like what's wrong like I, I it was it it was heartbreaking and he was just sobbing and sobbing and he couldn't even talk and then he just drove off and I I don't to this day I don't know I don't know what what was going on with him but um but the two of us we were just crazy together I mean it's just like we all we all we did whenever we see we'd see each other is get high and it was it was weird because he would go off and I wouldn't hear from him for like a month and then all of a sudden he would pop up somewhere and or I would see him somewhere and he'd be like hey what's up you know and then we'd like go on a binge together for days and um yeah uh this went on for months and then when we started doing heroin I think that was when we both got really bad I lived with him for a while and um yeah that was um our relationship got even more psycho (laughs) um wow memories um yeah so uh it's almost 30 minutes, but I, um, I was gonna go to church tonight, but it's getting dark early, and I just got caught up, and I was cooking, and, um, it's hot still. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if it was, like, in the 90s today, it was so hot. But, um, yeah, so I've been going to bed really pretty early, like 9.30. I mean, in bed early, but falling asleep pretty early, like 9.30, 10. But um, I can't believe it's going to be Friday already. But uh, I'm excited to go to Skid Row again this weekend. I'm hoping a friend of mine will go with me. I got a reminder. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll, um, talk about how I started using heroin again soon. I don't, uh, yeah. (laughs) Have a great day, night, whatever. Um, I will talk soon. God bless. Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dope Sick. Um, I just finished doing a episode about my friend, who I'm calling Parker. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I figure before I forget where I left off, 
I don't like to have to listen to my last one because I just don't like to hear myself speak. So, um, yeah, I just, um, I'm kind of following my book, but kind of not because obviously I'm not reading and, um, some of this stuff happened so long ago that, um, I'm so glad when my memory seemed better, (laughs) getting older here, but when things were more fresh, I wrote, because I used to um, journal a lot, and I had written down a lot of stuff, and I have written down a lot of stuff um, from uh, when I got off the street from Skid Row, because, um, yeah, I know memories don't, you know, they can, you could forget a lot of stuff, so, um, even though I remember stuff, it's like, I'm glad that I wrote some things down, and this book that I started was started at least 15 years ago, so, um, yeah, I do, I remember this stuff, but, you know, um, it helps to go back and look at stuff and go, oh, yeah, (laughs) um, yeah, so, um, Parker and I, we, he went with me to, uh, after hours clubs, um, a few times, and, who brought me to the, maybe it was him, to, yeah, I think he was, the first one to bring, I don't know, I, 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 I didn't look at the book to see if that's, but I'm pretty sure he did bring me there, but um, I don't know how many people know about After Hours Clubs, um, which were like, uh, I don't know if they still have them, I mean, this is like, shoot, 20 years ago, 30 years, no, not, not 30 years ago, about 25 years ago, maybe, um, there were these after-hour clubs that were open after hours, after the clubs closed, and usually between 2.30, 3 o'clock, they would open, there was a number of them, most of them were in, like, a, um, I don't know about the ghetto, but, like, the hood, you know, uh, because they were usually black-owned, and, um, uh, gangsters, like, um, you know, there'd be, like, a, a guy, a big black guy with a gun, you know, (laughs) guarding the door, (laughs) um, so, uh, yeah, it was, um, I shouldn't say the ghetto, but, you know, it just, in the hood, I don't know, so, um, yeah, there was, uh, I remember the names, but I'm not gonna say them, but, um, there was a few that, um, we frequented, but there was one, um, at a house, a couple of the other ones were at, like, almost like a a little bar or restaurant looking, um, more a bar, but, um, this one was, uh, a home, and, um, you would, uh, if you knew somebody, you could get in, um, and then it was a trip because there would be, I mean, the first time I went, I was like, wow. I mean, it was, it was really cool. Um, there were like cocktail tables and chairs and I mean, it's at a house. So there was like, you know, couches and then there was like a back room and it was dark and with black lights and, um, and there was a little bar, mini bar, and, you know, they would serve 
uh, um, simple, like screwdriver, cranberry, vodka, um, beer, uh, uh, whiskey, you know, not like a bunch of different types of drinks, but, um, and then, um, uh, they would, at the tables, like, it reminds me of with, um, I don't know, okay, I I haven't seen one lately, but I remember years ago, they're probably still around, but a lot of deaf people, um, they, you know, as a job, they, I don't, I don't know if that was actually a job or if they actually made any money or if somebody was just, uh, uh, you know, uh, using them, but, um, they would have like a little piece of sheet of paper and would say, I'm, hi, I'm deaf, um, please support me, or I don't know, if you want this, it would be like a keychain or something, like, um, give me a dollar, or leave a dollar, and, uh, I guess you take the keychain, and if you don't want it, you just don't touch it, you just let it, you know, just pretend you don't see it, I guess, and it was kind of like that, that's what it reminded me of, they would put, um, on a, on a CD case, they would put, like, a quarter gram of powder, uh, cocaine, and, um, if you're sitting at a table, they would set it down right in the middle of the table, and if you wanted to do it, if you, you know, did a line or whatever, you had to put, um, $25, you know, on the table, and if you didn't want it, you just pretend it wasn't there, and they come back, and they pick it back up, (laughs) and so, um, but it was cool, because there was, like, the coolest, like, all different types of people, it was really cool, like, this is, like, where I remember my ex-husband, he said, um, because, you know, when you do drugs, you don't, like, it's, it's not, we don't discriminate, like, it's, (laughs) I mean, there was, like, my ex-husband said, because it was, he was white, I, I'm Asian, um, one of our best friends was black, and another good friend of ours was Mexican, and, um, one time my ex-husband, we, we were out, we went to get pizza or something, and my, my ex goes, he goes, man, if the cops saw us, they would think either we were all on drugs, or we were Christians, (laughs) because, um, yeah, like, drug, drug addicts, we don't, like, click with, you know, I only hang out with this race, or that, it was just like, do you, do, do, are you a drug addict, like, you know, if you like the same kind of dope, or whatever, but, so, this After Hours Club was really cool, because I remember there was a, at one table, and it was, like, full-on businessmen, like, totally just, you know, businessmen. Then there's another table and they're, you know, a bunch of gay guys. And, and then there's like full on, you know, hoodlum looking gangsters. And then they're, uh, just partiers, like all different types of people. It was just really cool. And everybody got along. It was just really fun. And, um, it was just a really cool environment. And, um, um, yeah, and then me and Parker, I can't, i slip his name, um, yeah, so we, uh, we went to After Hours Clubs, there was a few, and then, oh, and then my friend, uh, Chris, we, we, Oh, when I took him to one, one time, and we met my friend, who I'll call Mark, uh, he, we, um, followed him home, because he, he was like, oh, like, let's party at my place, I have vodka, and what, I mean, yeah, we can party, and then, so me and Chris, um, 
followed him, but we took this really cool, um, this black guy. He was like, I don't know, uh, he was a, like a big, big guy. Um, and I think he kind of had a crush on me. So, you know, but he was really nice. So we, we, he came with us and, um, but he didn't party those things. He didn't, he didn't do drugs. And then Mark didn't either. He just, uh, he drank like fish. And, um, so we just went over to Mark's and we were partying and, um, I had cocaine. I was, I don't remember if I was smoking or doing limes. I don't remember. I had, I had a lot of blow that night, but, um, uh, this black guy with us, I can't remember his name, um, he, it, it started becoming light outside, and, um, he, I don't know why he did this, but he said that he had an ounce of cocaine at his storage or something, and me and Chris were like, what? <laughs> and, and he said that he had, he's like, yeah, I have an ounce. And I was like, mm, okay, like, wh- what? what is he trying to do here? You know, I was like, do I believe him? I don't know. What is he, what is he trying for? You know? So, um, he's like, I really do. You know, you want to, I'll go pick, we can go pick it up. And it was like in Culver City or I can't remember where it was or Inglewood. I can't remember. And so me and Chris were like, I go, well, Chris, go with me, you know, because I think the guy, well, he liked me. But um, so when I'm partying, I can't even like think about messing around with a guy or look at a guy because I'm just like my focus is only on getting high so (laughs) um so I'm like Chris go with me we went the guy got out of the car he went I don't know looked like a garage or something he came back and he dropped it in the car and it was an ounce and I was like wow so we drove back to Mark's and and I mean I I'm I'm assuming the guy probably thought that he would get something you know from me or I don't know but I figure I'm just gonna work it and for as long as possible like I mean he didn't he was a total gentleman he didn't even you know hint at anything or try you know he he didn't try anything he didn't make any moves so it just didn't make any sense to me at all because I'm like why is he being like just so nice but not trying to get down my pants or something I don't know so we ended up um yeah it was crazy we ended up uh pouring not all of it, but a lot of it on the glass table at Mark's, and people who didn't normally do coke were doing coke, <laughs> like, because Mark had a studio at his house, and he was a producer, director, and, and his, the people that worked for him were there, and, um, yeah, it was like, we just, there was just a lot of cocaine, so we were all partying, and then, um, I started cooking, because I'm like, you know, forget snorting, we got this much, let's smoke, so, um, yeah, Mark was calling me Betty Crocker, and I was just, it was crazy, but this poor guy, he, he, I mean, he didn't do any drugs, and he didn't, or do any coke, and so he was like, ready to knock out and I don't even remember if I gave him well I didn't even have a phone number except for Mark's um but he he's like I gotta go and 
So he left, and I never saw him again. But he was just really nice. I, I don't know what, why he had all that coke for. But, um, but that was crazy. And, um, yeah. Uh, Mark's place is when I started doing heroin. Um even though he didn't do heroin, uh, a friend of his was an ex-junkie. Well, he he hadn't done heroin in a long time. And, um, and I hadn't in seven years. But it so happened that the night, I think I slept a little bit, but the night of the, um, the night of the, the day when that black guy gave me, um, the ounce, uh, I met Tommy, which is, that's not his real name, but I met him, and, um, he was a heroin addict, and, yeah, um, I was so clueless, like, oh my gosh, I just, looking back, I I was so ignorant, I didn't know anything about heroin at all, the only thing I knew about heroin was from the 80s when I knew certain people, musicians that did heroin, and I encountered certain ones, and it was just a turnoff. It just did not look appealing to me at all, and um, because of the way they acted, you know. And um, so I don't know. But then I met Tommy, and um, when I met Tommy, he. I don't know. When I first met him, I didn't think anything. He walked in and I was cooking freebase and he was like, uh, he was very quiet and he walked in and I just said, hey, you want to take a hit? And um, handed him a can with a rock and he took a hit and then he just like sat there and kind of stared at me. Just, I don't know. (laughs) probably thought I was just weird. He actually said later that he just thought, oh no, here comes trouble, or she's trouble or something, but, um, yeah, um, we ended up, well, that's a long story, uh, was it that night? I can't remember everything. I just remember I ended up he went with me to the club. He didn't like it. He left. I stayed. I think Chris and I came back, um, and we were high, of course. And then, um, Tommy, was that the first time? I don't remember when, if that was the first time, I, oh, oh, okay, I know what it was, I'm sorry, okay, so the first time I, well, no, oh, Tommy and I, we were hanging out a lot, we started hanging out a lot together after that night. Like, um, I was attracted to him and he, me, (laughs) and we started like hanging out and, um, this, okay, this is the first time like I, I did heroin with him. Um, I didn't even know that you could smoke heroin. I just, I didn't know what chasing the dragon was or, um, I, when I thought of heroin, I thought of, you know, shooting up. So, um, I don't, I don't think I even knew you could snort heroin, but, um, so 
there was this, uh, but you know I was always freebasing so there was this one night that nobody was home and I think I, I worked and I came home and I was gonna uh, I was smoking um, rock and I walked by to the bathroom to the bedroom and then I saw the light was on and the door was slightly open and I was like oh who's in there so I opened the door and Tommy was sitting on the toilet not using it he was just <laughs> um, and he had a piece of foil and a straw or not a straw like a, a big pen like without the pen in it and I was like what are you doing and he said chasing the dragon and I'm like I want I want to try I mean can I have and he was like no you don't want to do this and I'm like yeah I do I want to do this come on I'll give you a hit of coke and so he was like okay and oh no I have to sneeze oh I thought I did. Um, he was like, "You don't want to. You don't want to start doing this." And I'm like, "Well, I just want to try it." Like, and I go, "How do you do it?" And so he hands me the foil, and um, he gives me the, sh- the pen, and straw, whatever. And um, well, first he demonstrates it. And then he gives it to me, and of course I don't know what I'm doing, so, you know, I'm lighting the, uh, I have the lighter under the foil, and the the smoke is coming up, and I'm trying to suck it up, and he's getting pissed, because he's like, don't waste it, don't waste it, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying, I don't know how to do this, and I'm trying to suck it up, and yeah, um, I I finally got some, you know, but, um, and it didn't hit me right away, but yeah, he was just like, give it back to me, (laughs) and, um, and then I sat down on the ground, and I remember it slowly creeping up, and then, like, liking it, and I was like, wow, what exactly is this? Like, I was so stupid. I didn't even... And he's like, it's heroin. And I'm... I don't know what... I was like, wow. I like this. <laughs> um, that's why I think it was just so ignorant. But, yeah, I... Um, smoked a little bit more with him and uh, that was the beginning of the end Um, of course that didn't happen right away but about a week later me and my friend Chris went we were at the club and I decided I'm like oh you gotta try this you gotta try this this chasing the dragon it's it's really good and and um so I took him with me to Mark's and then uh oh um I was hoping well I we did see Tommy I think he was working and I was like hey can you go get us some heroin and um he said yeah and I was like, how much? And he said, 40 bucks. <laughs> and, and I had no idea. So I just gave him 40 bucks. I guess he, want, he wanted to get two 20s. And so, um, yeah, I was like, wow, heroin's expensive. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, he, he, well, yeah, he wanted to take care of himself, too. So, uh, he went, I guess he went to Hollywood and came back and then, um, gave me a balloon and then, so me and Chris were smoking and we didn't know how much, like, we could smoke or, like, <laughs> it was so crazy because 
we just kept smoking like just taking one hit after another and i am not kidding all of a sudden we were both so loaded and he ended up throwing up and just being really sick i think i didn't i probably didn't get sick because i was already taking opiates so i had a tolerance and so um but it ended up we ended up passing out eventually and um till the next night or till that night or i don't remember but um chris had to have somebody take him home because he was still nauseous um i was fine i ended up just doing coke and then going out that night but i remember that yeah that was the beginning of the end of just a slow i don't even know what you call it a, a long run of just complete Ah, gosh, I I don't even know what to call it. Just <sighs> I don't even know what to call it. Um, the beginning of the end. I I don't even. That's the only thing I can think of because even though in the beginning it was like I don't know if I'd say fun. In a way, yeah. Okay, like. If sin wasn't fun, people wouldn't do it, you know? But it's just the cost. There's always a cost, you know? And so, yeah. Um, but I hadn't been... I hadn't gotten strung out for... Uh, it was crazy because I would only do it once in a while when I would see Tommy or I would... Um, yeah, like sporadically, like on the weekend... You know, I wasn't doing it every day. And um, that was until I ended up staying with Tommy when he was house-sitting for a friend for a week. And I stayed with him. And that was the first time I got strung out. And I'll talk about that later. God bless. Thank you for listening. And talk soon.